I'm Chris Epting, and this is In the Pipeline, a Huntington Beach podcast. Huntington Beach, of course, has a lot of really good restaurants, and uh, it's always exciting to visit one that um, automatically rises right to the top of the list. And my wife and I had the pleasure uh, just a few weeks ago of eating at a place called Heirloom, a modern farmhouse right there on Beach Boulevard, and it was terrific. It's been open just a year. They just celebrated their one-year anniversary, which is certainly, in the restaurant world, (laughs) a great landmark. And uh, we've heard so much about it. The reviews, both online and just via word of mouth, are incredible. And so we finally made it over, and uh, the place is run. Heirloom is run by a mother-daughter team. It's a really wonderful local family story, and it's Leonora Clancy and her daughter, the chef, Brianne Clancy. And what they've done there is, uh, is just terrific. So I have a conversation here with both of them, Leonora and Brie, Chef Brie. And uh, I went to the restaurant one day before they opened, and we just sat there. And uh, and and I got the story about what the what the concept is, what the thinking is. It's um, we talk a lot about what my wife and I, what our experience was like that night, but just what it's like for them having been in business for a year now, what it's like to to run this place, and what the thinking is. So I hope you enjoy this. I'll be back afterwards to wrap it up. But if you get a chance, um, I will tell you right now, it is certainly worth uh, worth checking out. A wonderful restaurant, heirloom. A modern farmhouse. And here's my conversation with the the two very special people behind the concept. I'll be back after this. So the le- when I was in here, it's quiet here right now because you're not open right now. Yeah. <laughs> but when my wife and here were, were here a couple of weeks ago, it was very bustling and it was a Friday night, and and really sort of packed. And and I guess that's sort of the that's the night you imagine, right? That's that's when everything's working perfectly. Of course, that's ideally what we always want every night. <laughs> and it's when was the year anniversary? Uh, it was a week ago Sunday. Um, we opened on November 10th of 2018. And a year is a long time, but sort of not in restaurant years. I mean, getting over that first hurdle is it a big deal. Years. <laughs> <laughs> it really did. Fe- it felt like 20 years and it felt like two days. But, but what's, the year, what's the year been like? I mean, you get wonderful word of mouth. You have, um, you know, great online reviews and all that. But it's still hard, right? I mean, you're yeah. still coming in every day and kind of starting over every day trying to get new business. What is it like a year in the life of Huntington Beach here at Heirloom? She says it's Groundhog Day. It's Groundhog Day every day. (laughs) No, but the thing is, though, it's all worth it. Um, The Huntington Beach community is so amazing and just so incredible. And to be able to be a restaurant, a small restaurant owner, a small business owner um, in the city that we're from is incredible. Um, And then now with the word of mouth, like you were just saying, how that's spreading it just elates our hearts on a daily basis. That's what keeps us motivated and keeps us, you know, like waking up like, all right, let's do it again. You know, here we go. And, um, yeah, it's just, it means so much to us for how much hard work and dedication we've put into it to get to this point And we reached that one year mark. It's just been a phenomenal, phenomenal year. You know, we've had our ups and downs, um, of course, it's not easy owning a restaurant or a, a, any business for, you know, any in that matter. But it's just, I don't know, just all the hard work that you put into it, it, it makes you want to do it every day. 
No? For those that have been here before, they'll recognize you. We're sitting in front of the open kitchen right now, mm-hmm. and you're back there working really hard each night. For those that haven't been here, talk about the concept, the food concept, what you wanted to bring in here, um, what the thinking was, and what people can expect when they come in from a food standpoint. What's the, the thinking and the philosophy behind what you do? Um, so basically, when the opportunity presented itself um, for us to be able to open the restaurant, um, I've... I've moved away many times internationally. Like, um, I lived in Spain for a while. I traveled all over Europe, um, been to Europe many times. Um, I had the opportunity to um, cook in the south of France for a short stint. Um, lived on Oahu, so there's, like, a lot of seafood, and obviously, in um, Dallas, Texas. So I've been all over the place. So I kind of, with my menu of all my experiences that I've had, um, wanted to create something when I came back home for a niche that Huntington Beach didn't have. You know, I wanted to create an experience where you're coming into our home, you know, you're eating the way, sorry, not trying to sound selfish, the way I like to eat, (laughs) essentially, you know, but I think it's like through all my travels and all my experiences, I just wanted to develop something that Huntington Beach didn't have. And how do you like to eat when you say that? What is that exactly? I, so I have a French background, um, and also Asian as well as some Italian. So, but the way I like to eat, I don't want, I'm not just, I just don't like one entree. Like I go out and I want like five plates in front of me and I just like pick off of everything, you know, like (laughs) it's just like family style, you know, where you just like should have a share plate. So, um, that's where I was starting to design the menu. Um, like the first half of the menu is that's why it's all share plates just because I want people to have, like, different tastes of different mm-hmm. things, you know? And we're not fusion. Like, French is French, Italian's Italian, you know, Asian's Asian, or whatever it is. You know, I stay true to that. I don't skew. But, um, yeah, essentially, it's just the way I like to eat. <laughs> what are some of the things on the menu you get the most feedback about or that you think are kind of the favorites that jump off and really kind of keep people coming back? Um, first off, this is, like, crazy we make so many of them now um our short rib bourguignon and then um it's on a bed of our um, celery root puree and then it's with mushroom caps and pearl onions and pork belly and then we use the um the jus that we braise the shorties in it flies off the like i don't know they're braised for like 14 hours or something yeah we braised we braised them for 14 hours people just I love it when someone. And my asks, wife had that, and I can vouch for the portion that I have. Excellent. I love it when someone asks for a knife, and I'm like, if I have to give you a knife, I'm doing a disservice to this meat. And like, yeah, you, you can look at it, and it basically yeah. opens up. And then they, they'll never ask for a knife because they don't need it. What What else on the menu gets that sort of reaction that you're most proud of? Um, another one that's really amazing is the um, curry shrimp. So um, it's with a lemongrass um, curry sauce and then also with a Malaysian black pepper sauce. So the Malaysian black pepper sauce, it's pretty, it's really heavy and spicy, uh, but mixed in with the lemongrass curry. We always recommend like you fold it in together mm-hmm. and then it's with Chinese long beans um, and then crispy shallots and crispy garlic, um, green, or I'm sorry, I already said the long beans and then... Um, Green onion and cilantro, and just all those flavors together, just yeah. they, they're harmonious. And, the, and <laughs> so what's great, the curry on it, most people immediately think a heavier Indian curry, but right. it's a very light Thai curry. No, oh, I had that so, too. It was yeah, wonderful. Yeah. yeah. 
Do you? Um, I, I've always thought there's a, a, a foodie community in Huntington Beach mm-hmm. and surrounding areas that doesn't necessarily get served close to the water on this part of town. You don't get a lot of places. Was that your thinking going in that you could cater to that a little bit as well? People that want something a little bit more special, yeah. a little bit more design. Yeah, it, you know. The Huntington Beach is great. Like I, I touched upon before, like the community is so wonderful. But yeah, they do a lot of our friends, and then you know that are foodies that come in. But then also the word of mouth that has been growing. Mm-hmm. There is that you know that niche that we've like tapped on, and we you we know have and guests that come in and say, "Well, I'm kind of a food snob, or I'm a oh, foodie." No, t- they start representing ago. themselves as foodies now. And mm-hmm. finding the restaurant. Like, we have people coming from San Clemente and then Long Beach. And, like, Huntington Beach isn't known as a culinary destination, you know? And so it's like, if we can put something on the map to, you know, expand people's horizons. To yeah, not to, to say there aren't Beach, good restaurants on Huntington Beach. You know, there are plenty. No, I'm not. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not but, but this that. is different. This is yeah. a different kind of experience. And, mm-hmm. and I think the other part, too, what I notice is the ambiance. When the place is full, it's very warm. Mm-hmm. It's very... Uh, very neighborhood feeling. I mm-hmm. imagine that was part of your design as well. Yeah, we had wanted to create a space where people felt like they were coming into our home. I mean, the way I grew up in my mom's kitchen and my aunt's, and she grew up in mine, and this has been like really kind of 30 years in the making since she was a kid. And um, f- for that to all come together, it was like a family holiday when mm-hmm. you got, you know, 30 people over and they. You know, somebody gets there at the you door. You think and we were Italians? Chatter. I know. Somebody coming in. You smell the food. There's that great ambiance and warmth, and it's like a big hug when you walk in. You know, we kind of wanted to have that feeling in the restaurant for people. I don't want them to feel like they're just in a business. Or which in a which is why I've been sitting here too. I mean, we're sitting at the bar. And for those that haven't seen it, there's really interesting texture here. Describe what I'm looking at right now, because this, my wife and I ate up here when we ate, and this is a really mm-hmm. nice texture to eat against. Describe what people see when they sit at the bar. Well, and it, when we took over the space, this bar was obviously previously here because it was a restaurant before. It was but custom it, it was, it had about four layers of really, really dark stain, darker than what you're looking at here. Mm-hmm. And very few people even realized that this and the tables were made from wine boxes. Every once in a while, you could see a little bit of the relief of one of them. Mm-hmm. So we knew what we had, and we thought if we stripped it down, left, you know, obviously some of the dark, and it would stay, then all of that, mm-hmm. all the names and things on here would pop. So a, we had a friend do a, a belt sanding on it, and then she and I did all of the finish sanding. It's really and I beautiful. Did it with a broken arm too. Yeah, she broke her. <laughs> she broke her, she broke her Risk three, two days after we took the Well, it, it lends itself, I but think, it, to the European, the yeah. warmth, the, the sense of family. You know, it, it mm-hmm. feels very permanent when you look at the textures on the bar. It's yeah. really nice. Yeah, and it's, it's great now that all the names of the wineries on the boxes really pop, and it's got that rustic feel, which... You know, we like to call our restaurant Rustic Chic, mm-hmm. you know, so um, it, it came out even better than we could have hoped. Yeah, there was a lot of love that went into this. Like, after we did the belt sanding, um, we also took, you know, by hand um, sandpaper to get the colors to come out of the wood to what you see here. Mm-hmm. And um, then did the final epoxy on it. And, um, yeah, it just has a lot of uniqueness to it. And it's also a focal, like, a conversation point that a lot of people have here. It's just fun. How does the wine list factor into what you do? Because I know you take that seriously as well, right? Yes. Talk about a little bit what motivates that and why that's part of the experience. So for um, 
for me personally, like, I don't want any wines to, that you're going to find at Trader Joe's or Whole Foods or, you know, Vons, Albertsons, etc. Um, so I have incredible reps that, you know, I like, I like French wines. I like Italian wines. I want stuff from Paso. Paso's coming out with some great, great wines. Um, Washington, you know, obviously Napa, Sonoma, um, so I just like to keep it, um, I like to mix it up and I like to change the menu to keep things fun and interesting for people to, you know, try something different that Mm -hmm. they wouldn't. Like for instance, we have, um, we have a a Suave Classico from Italy. It's a starter wine, kind of like a Prosecco would be, but it's not sparkling. But Mm -hmm. in Italy, it's what they would start off with. So it's kind of fun to, you know have someone taste it and then open their, you know, kind of open up their experience be like, oh, I, I don't recognize it. I don't know what this is, but this is now fabulous. And they order it every single time they come in now. So I like to play with people to, you know, get them to kind of open up their mm-hmm. wine palette a little bit, I guess. Your service also struck me as being very engaged and really informed mm-hmm. as to the story of the food, the story of the mm-hmm. wine. And were very helpful in, in recommending things and sort of, you know, trying to get a sense of what you were into that night. Is how big a part of the criteria was that when you were hiring to get people that would understand the concept it's, of the place? Oh, holy smokes. <laughs> important. <laughs> yeah. So I essentially want to, I call it my dream team. Um, and everyone, not everyone that's work, that works here, um, but about 80% of um, our family that works here, uh, we've all worked together previously together at other restaurants. So I knew their personality, because in a small restaurant especially, personalities can clash and, you know, it's like... I don't want the guests seeing that, you know, so I, 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 and you have an open kitchen too. So it's like, there's not not a huge margin of error for personality conflict. So, um, I, you know, I went to, you know, the guys that are employees that are working here and, you know, I hand chose them because I knew how it would all work out, you know, and their personalities and how they already all know each other and work um, well together and they work hard and, you know, they put their heads down and, you know, and they're also with their customer service because, I'm sorry, because you can have amazing food or horrible food, but if you don't have that customer service, that's what you're going to, like, the minute you walk in the door. If you don't get a welcome and, and a smile on your face. And that's what you'll talk about after, and, yeah. It's what you'll you know, pass around. Well, and, and then the way example. you're taken care of throughout the course of your service, like, I mean, so it's, we we don't beat it into their head because they are already that, tra- they're, they are great professionals at what they do. Yeah. You know, and it just... It makes it easier on all of us because we just have this little dance in here, you know? Well, I was going to say as an example, just one night last evening, or last week, we stopped in some place that's relatively newer, and um, we were ignored. Walked by, I don't know how many times we eventually got up and left. We never even ordered anything. Wow. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, (laughs) I can't even imagine one of our guests experiencing something like that. I would be absolutely horrified. I mean, it's so important to really really take care of our guests speaking about the open kitchen what why is that so important because it does add this element it's very dramatic <laughs> yep. um it's very aromatic I and mean, there are a lot of different qualities that it provides what was your thinking in in providing this sort of because it's a great show too if you're sitting up here in particular yeah. it, there's a lot of movement a lot of color a lot of freshness what were you thinking when you designed it with an open kitchen or kept the open kitchen i personally i i've worked in open kitchens before and it's fun because you're on display. 
And the guests love it. The interaction. They want to know. They want to, like, people are becoming such huge foodies. You know, like, they'll be asking questions. I mean, sometimes it becomes a little difficult when you're slammed and they keep trying to talk to you. And you're like, <laughs> give me a minute. <laughs> you know. But people want to watch you. They want to. They want to interact. They want. Well, you're to like. It's almost like process. you're a bartender. There, I think yeah. because it's across it's like the bar, yeah. there's a relationship you feel with the people on mm-hmm. the other side that's just intrinsic. You want to yeah. know what they're doing. Exactly. You know, they'll probe into you a little bit. And it's yeah. interesting that and it's guests fun. who sit here, um, well, in the seats that you and your wife were seated at, those are the best for watching the line. People sit there, or they'll request that to sit there specifically because that's the best view, and they're like. That's what I'm having next time. They start playing. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was asking the guy what he was making. You know, it's a very it's engaging and it's interactive. You want to know more, mm-hmm. and if you have any kind of curiosity, this provides a really nice right. platform to just sort of throw some questions exactly. out. Again, not interrupt the workflow, but at least get a yeah. few things answered. Yeah. No, but it's fun too because they'll be, they'll ask techniques. You know, so I'll tell them what to do, and um, I'm like, oh, I'm doing it this way because mm-hmm. you know. And then I, we've actually had guests come back. They're like. I did it at home. I pulled it off, you know. Like it's just really cool to be able to, you know, help people out with like cooking tips and, you know, it's just it just warms my heart. It's just fun. Are there favorite things you have on the menu that are that are not just customer favorites, but ones that you really enjoy making or enjoy eating or anything like that? That oh are my gosh, I'm gluttonous sometimes, and I shouldn't eat fried food, but my portobello fries are like my favorite. Yeah, she's always telling me because the fried eggplant is to die for, and sometimes I'll make it at home and eat it all all by myself. But I'll want to eat it. She's like, Mom, you shouldn't be eating. It's fried. <laughs> it's light and crispy, and it's wonderful, yeah. and it's like I could eat it every day. So they're, they're thick-cut portobello fries that, um, that I crust with panko and Italian um, bread. And um, I put a little bit of Cajun in it for just a little touch of heat. It's not spicy, but just to give that little bit of extra. And then um, it's served with a pesto aioli and a harissa aioli. I can eat them all day long. I love it when the parts at the end break off. I call them nibbly bits. Yeah. And it's like staff meal. <laughs> like everyone just eats the little pieces off of it. It's so good. They are. So great. that's kind of like my. How about you, Lena? What's something you really enjoy? Oh my gosh. You know, and I have so many guests um, ask, so what's your favorite thing on the menu? And. I have a very difficult time saying that. I mean, because I love everything that she's created. One of the dishes on our menu that is one of my favorites is our seared ahi. When she first created the dish, I was questioning it a bit. <laughs> Just Why? because, well, I love Her seared ahi, like and I love hot Italian sausage, <laughs> but the two of them together, I did just well, didn't compute in my brain. Well, it is, a, it is seared ahi. It's crusted in freshly ground cumin, coriander, and fennel seed. And then it's placed on a bed of, it's kind of like a warm white bean salad, if you will. But it's white beans, it's wilted kale, and hot Italian sausage. So in my mind, I just thought, okay, yeah, and the oregano vinaigrette. And I thought, okay, I just didn't get the sausage and ahi combo until I took a bite. And I thought I died and went to heaven. (laughs) It was so good. So that... Probably is one of my very f- favorite things on the menu, but I love everything on our menu. What are the challenges, primarily in Huntington Beach, of getting the word out, of, of generating awareness, of you know inviting people to experience what you've created here? What, what, what do you find yourself up against each week as, as the time goes on? Well, we try to keep up with you know doing posts on social media because you know obviously people are very 
engaged in Huntington that. Beach is a very engaged social media yeah. network. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. and we do have With guests now that when we try to ask our guests too, how did you learn about us? You know, mm-hmm. we always ask them if they're first time in, and we have quite a few repeat guests now, which is wonderful. Um, but the new people coming in will say, well, I heard it from so-and-so, and she told me that she'd seen things on the forum, and then so they came in, and they loved the restaurant. So we, kind of, we get that feedback as to where a lot of them are coming from, and social media is, is a huge um, portion of that. Of course, there are the review sites also that uh, people go to and find us that way, too. But it, it and is you, you have a real fan base. I mean, if you look at the, the online reviews, people r- rave, and they it seems like you have a lot of repeat business, too. I mean, yeah. do you find that? You recognize a lot of mm-hmm. faces? Yeah, I know when we were here, up. you seemed to know half the people that were coming in as, as return customers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is wonderful. That's the thing that, like she was saying, really warms our heart because it's we want it to be like friends and family, and that's what it is becoming more and more and more with the repeat business. It's like your friends coming in, your family coming in, and I love it in particular, people who sit at this chef's counter. People, you know, a lot of times when people are single, they don't want to go just sit alone at a restaurant Hmm. and eat. It's an uncomfortable situation. We have people that come in here because if you sit at this counter, by the time you leave, you've made friends with people up and people down the counter. like business cards. Exactly. And, and it's we great. I love that. We even that. had people that became friends and then like did not know each other, became friends, and then a couple days later, they all came back together as a group. You really? know, like yeah. It's just so cool yeah. love to, like, that. where they form that. relationships here. Yeah. It's, just, it's awesome. It's special. We're on Beach Boulevard, if you want to tell people exactly where we're sitting now. We are in the southeast, or at the southeast corner of Beach and Ellis. In an older strip center, and um, it, it's a little difficult to get to because you can't, if you're coming towards the beach on Beach Boulevard, you have to make a U-turn at Ellis and then right. a right into our center. And then going out, you have to make a right, which would be heading back towards the freeway. So it, it, the ingress and egress is a little difficult in this center, but people, once they do find it, get in. Well, the parking's say it's so easy. Worth it. The yeah, parking's I mean, great. Oh, you know, we have parking. parking. People yeah. don't have to pay for parking. <laughs> people comment on that, too. They don't have a tough time with that. So it's great. And you um, into year two now. What's going to happen with the menu? Is this going to remain the way it is now? Are you experimenting? How do you how do you grow the menu? How do you what's the thinking behind where it goes next? So um, where I'm at, we've added some stuff, but you know, looking at you know what sells well, we'll have you know our tried and true, mm-hmm. you know, keep those of course, um, and then I'm looking to expand here actually um, today. Um, putting on some other dishes like we're in fall going into winter so um, you know a lot of people have been asking for some different fish di- like dishes mm-hmm. so I'll, I'll be expanding on that with um, entrees but um, yeah just playing for the seasons essentially and um, the little guys that are slow we'll just pull those off and then when it comes back up for that part of the season put them back on and the beauty of not being a corporate restaurant is we could do whatever we want, <laughs> you know. So it's nice with guest feedback. You know, I can get a sense of what people want. Is, is it a challenge like, today when people are so they're menu conscious? Is it gluten free? This is it vegan? All mm-hmm. the things that people it's become so fragmented. Do you have to adhere to that a little bit or answer to that? I mean, what is it? What's the? We do have a lot of dishes on our menu that are gluten free, and we actually identify them as such. Uh-huh. They have a little GF underneath on the mm-hmm. menu. 
um, she can expand on. We do have guests that come in and have <coughs> special requests if it's not overly busy mm-hmm. and going to yeah. you know cause a problem on the line. She a lot of times has done things for people that have special dietary. Yeah, I mean, I can omit cheese, you know, mm-hmm. from a salad or a dish, or like if there's someone that's vegan. Um, there's times we'll, we'll when if we can make a dish with time permitting of you know how busy the line is, um, you know, specific to their dietary needs. Um, but for the most part, the way I created the dishes was for a purpose, you know. So I really don't like to modify, mm-hmm. sure. you know. I'm not trying to sound like a jerk, but but we don't we don't turn people down. Like we'll try and help them out as much as possible to what we can do. Yeah. Is there a happy hour? Yes, mm-hmm. we do have happy hour now from four to six um, Monday through Thursday. And how's that been? It's been good. Yeah, um, it's been it's been picking up. We'll say that we have um, like we have the banner outside. Um, to try and draw people from Beach Boulevard, mm-hmm. you know, because people just always drive by so fast. It's like, here we are. Yeah. <laughs> Come in and get some great Well, it's funny. You talk drink. about social media, and I, there's a lot of, always a bit of, you know, buzz about you on there. It almost makes me think, like, if, if some night you were able to live stream some of the open kitchen, because it's very visual. And I think if people mm-hmm. saw what was going on, like, in real time, it's a fun experience to watch. What I found was you're not just watching your own meal. You're watching the whole menu essentially be right. created. Because mm-hmm. it was crowded that night and everything was being ordered. And so you really got us. And, and they're very beautiful. The dishes are, are very colorful and very well plated. You know, and they look very, mm-hmm. there's an art, obviously, to how you're creating these things. She's always been creative <laughs> and, and everything she did. And I know that goes into it because, again, we live in an age now where everyone's, you know, if you don't photograph your food, there's something wrong with it, right? Oh, my gosh. We see so <laughs> many people in here. As soon as their food's down, out come the phones and they're Well, I was going to say, it, I, think, so I think your dishes lend themselves, though, to, to visual um, treatment, to photography, because they're, they're beautiful and they're impressive. Well, thank you. And, uh, and I know that's probably part of the game today as well, is creating something that's worth photographing. Mm-hmm. Because you know once it's photographed, it's going to be shared. And that is the world we live in today, where yeah. a lot of restaurants rely on that kind of advertising versus anything else. Right. That's so true. So good year in Huntington Beach. The locals have been good to you. We want to get more folks in from surrounding areas. And obviously, word of mouth is always the best way to go, right? Absolutely. Yeah. It just... It- like I said, it warms my heart, and it's becoming stronger and stronger on a regular, like, on a daily that I found out from my next-door neighbor, or my best friend came in last night with her fiancé, or, you know, and then... Well, you know, when we were here, I got notes the next day from people that saw we had been here, Uh that had been here as well, that just wrote offline to say, hey, wasn't that a great experience? And I'm not a restaurant critic, but we had such a great time that night... And, uh, and look, we like to eat, you know, and we, we're always <laughs> exposed to good food. And what you do here is really special. and Thank Definitely you. a shot in the arm to the Huntington Beach restaurant community. Again, we need more of this kind of experiential, um, you know, cooking, I think, in these kinds of mm-hmm. restaurants that are smaller, you know, not corporate chains, but more, it's a family business. Yeah, and it's, it's intimate, very adventurous. And yeah. mm-hmm. like you say, you have the freedom to create and do what you want to do without anybody, you know, breathing down your neck about it. And I think it shows. The one beauty of this restaurant that I get so many comments about, they're like, you're in a strip mall. It's like, yes. They're like, but when you walk in, you're transformed. They're like, you feel like we you're said in a the same thing. Place. Yeah, yeah, you've no, left. Yeah, like, you've left the reality out there. The noise of Beach Boulevard. They're so shocked a lot when they yeah. walk in the door. They're just like, oh my gosh! You've like just we've had people been that transported to Napa that, or 
like from like concierge from like the Hilton or the Hyatt or wherever, and um, they come in and they're like, "I'm from Chicago. Can you open one of these in Chicago? I'm from New York. Can you come to New York? You know, I live in Napa." Well, oh, look, for those that haven't been, like, there's there's lots I of brick. It. It's very warm. It's mm-hmm. dark. It's inviting. It's safe. Yeah. It's sort of womb like, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think that's part of part of the attraction too is it feels yeah. safe and warm and nice and special mm-hmm. and once the door shuts we notice the same thing it's like you've escaped like the noise and clatter of Beach Boulevard right. and you're in mm-hmm. this new kind of world mm-hmm. with lots of laughter and you know I, and again to me I'm very um, what do they call it like olfactory driven I like when you mm-hmm. smell things interesting and in here that hits you right away and I think that's part of the open kitchen magic mm-hmm. is that you really get a these wonderful scents these mm-hmm. aromas all night that all sort of they live together in one way but they also jump out at you you mm-hmm. know and really kind of get your attention absolutely and, and make your mouth water I mean that's really at the end of it what it's all about <laughs> well so. thanks <laughs> and on that, that <laughs> note thank you uh, for having a conversation here I oh, can encourage everybody it. to come check out Heirloom it's wonderful and here's to a very good healthy successful second year Thank you so much, Chris. We appreciate you. We look forward to seeing you guys back in here again, too. Anytime. (laughs) That's Heirloom, a modern farmhouse. I really hope you get to check it out. They're located right on Beach Boulevard, between um, pretty much in the middle between Talbert and Ellis. And the website is heirloomhb.com. That's H-E-I-R-L-O-O-M-H-B.com, heirloomhb.com. Check them out. It's a, it's a great local story, a terrific restaurant, and um, a place that I hope we have here in town for many years to come. Hope you enjoyed that conversation. I'm Chris Epting. This has been In the Pipeline, a Huntington Beach podcast.